Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron, and I am so excited to be joined by someone who has gotten frantic text messages from me just a couple weeks ago about reality TV scandals. We talk oh Bravo, we talk Bachelor, we talk a lot of shit in our DMs. And I today, know. we're doing it for you on the mic. She has like five jobs, and we'll get into all of them, <laughs> but important to mention right now, yeah is one of the voices behind the bachelor instagram um sam bush how are you you know i'm good how are you exhausted same i'm like you know can i tell you something of course i quote you once a week what do you say yeah so i referenced this conversation you and i had maybe a year and a half ago two years ago and it sticks with me to like my core like i talk about it all the time when i'm talking to people in media out of media i always say you know my friend sarah who works for us weekly, you know, name drop flex. I go, she always told me that if the queen died, I want it to be on like a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> I did say that. I think about that all the time because it's so true. And if you work in this type of field, like you, you get why, but also like, it's, it's insane. A funny, to say out loud. It's a funny quote to tell people who don't. But then when you do, they understand it. They're like, and oh, like, I get that. By the way, didn't Lizzie, she, I think, did that for us. I believe it was like a Wednesday at she 1 did, p.m. She heard our battle cries. She she knew her time was coming. And she said, Sarah, your wish has been granted. After all these and years. The scandal. I mean, how fucking dare they drop that news at Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern. 3 p.m. Eastern with Scandal. Honestly, 3 p.m. Friday's always tough, but I'll take 3 p.m. There's I will never forget Jennifer Aniston, Justin Theroux was seven, like seven o'clock on a on a Friday before a long weekend. And that was like to try to get ahead of not being in the, you know, on the cover. Right. And I was like, I was so angry. And there was there's been a few other ones, but Friday sucks. But 3 p.m. at least like we have a little something. Yes. Yeah. I was, you know, I'll never forget where I was. It's our JFK, as Sophie Ross said. Right. It's I was laying my head down um, after, you know, working and I was going to take a little nap. And my friend who's a teacher called me and she simply goes, look at your phone hung up. She's a teacher of children holding young minds. And she's balls deep in fucking Scandal. And I shot up, looked at my phone. I couldn't believe what I saw. Saw a text from me saying, where did you get this confirmation? And you were like, James, I know. I was like, Sarah, Instagram. it's everywhere. <laughs> Well, I was in a meeting, so I was on a Zoom. Right. And I thought 
TMZ was wrong. I was like, TMZ doesn't know the difference the moment, between Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz. That's what no, I thought. The moment James Kennedy posted, I go, holy shit, this is real. No, this same. Is real. But when you when he posted it and he like commented on his own post, like mm-hmm. confirming it, I was like, where did he write this? Where's comments by celebs to tell me where he wrote this? Like what bachelor account am I, or a bachelor, what Bravo account am I going to have to stalk to try to find the James Kennedy yeah. comment to confirm it to legal? Like I was like frantic, but you were like his own page. And I was like, wow, thank you so much for just answering yeah. me in that moment and not judging me. No, because it was so chaotic. It was like everyone was like trying to figure it out and putting the pieces together. Because at first when I saw the news, I did think what you thought. I was like, are they talking about Tom Schwartz? Wait, like TMZ isn't that on the on the like forefront of Bravo either. Like that's no, not usually not their bread and butter. That trustworthy. No, and they they've they've had their 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 flubs, usually yeah. like with a death, which is worse. But like I oh. really thought they got their signals crossed. I did too. Shocking? And I also thought, okay, if it is Tom Sandoval, what if not that this would make it any better. I think it honestly would now that we know what we know. But I was like, maybe they just like fucked once. Right. <laughs> like, I didn't think I it, didn't was, a think it was No, I didn't think that. We were wrong. We were wrong. How are you feeling before we get into The Bachelor? Because we will talk about that. But this yeah. is just, I mean, it's been nonstop. All I, I think about when I go to bed, when I go to sleep, um, when I wake up in the I morning. I bring it up in conversation. Oh, clearly. Random <laughs> conversation. As much as we can. I know. As much as we can. Um, Where are you now with it? Because we're like a week and a half with Scandaval. Obviously, everyone's been going back. We're still getting like little nuggets of information, yeah. but the, the cast is kind of quieted down and probably because Bravo was like, we need Shut to save something up. for this reunion. Please stop releasing yeah. statements every 10 seconds or recording podcasts that we now have to re-edit for you. Sheena, Lala, everyone, all of the above. Where do, where do you feel? Like, are you still, because sometimes I still think about it and I'm still a little shocked. Oh, I think about it all the time, like we said, and I'm still just like, blown away at the level of evil mm-hmm. that Raquel and Tom Sandoval are. And then this is, this usually happens to me. I I'm all in fully committed to finding out every ounce of tea. And then I get fatigued okay. because it, then it just kind of takes over my Instagram feed and it's like the same information over and over again. And it's not even like good information. I'm like, right. I don't care. Like, I want to know. I want the episodes. That's what I want. I want to see this play out. I will say Kristen Dowdy had the best podcast about the situation because she's not a full-time cast member. She has no ties to Bravo in that way. Um, Whereas Lala's um, was horrendous and it was total clickbait and I was fucking pissed. Um, And Sheena's was the same. I was like, okay, why am I listening to this? But Kristen's was really good. Kristen's was really good. And she was like with Ariana that night. So I know like, God bless all these people who wanted to go to a Tom Sandoval on the most extra show um, for being there out of and control. Honestly, Stassi's wasn't bad either. She didn't really say anything, I agree. New, but it was just interesting because I feel like there's always been like that. Un- this is not like a hot take, but the unspoken feud between Tom Sandoval and Stassi hate each other, ha- hate each other. And if you go back, mm-hmm. I've been watching some old episodes just in the background because, you know, I'm yeah. a sucker and I can't help it. And oh, they really yeah. do hate each other. And they're very mm-hmm. they hate each other. And they're so similar, but like mm-hmm. Stassi would have never done this. So she kind of gets to win, but really mm-hmm. it's because they're both like self-centered and like want it to be about them, but it's easier to like call Stassi out for that. And Tom Sandoval got away with it for all this time, but like he is the narcissist among, they're all narcissists. He is just the narcissist among the narcissists. He's like the, you know how there's like those charts that you see online where it's like chaotic, good, neutral, yes. good, that he's like the like bad, like evil or whatever. He's like the like, worst of the worst. He's like the worst. Whereas Stassi, I feel is like a neutral evil. Like yeah. she's, she, 
you know, I don't know, but I also feel like, you know, Lala posted that video last week that made me laugh so hard where she was like, send it to Daryl. And everyone on the internet was dying, laughing, crying, shaking, quaking over it. Okay. Mm -hmm. The moment you make merch about this, it's not funny anymore. It's you gotta let it breathe. You gotta not do that. Also capitalizing off of like your friends, like horrific misfortune is like true is insane. And now she has a merch truck with send it to and also I, I, I have to I have to inform you that Daryl has a publicist who is asking if he wants to be interviewed. Oh, this is Jesus. my breaking news contribution. I did we us weekly did get an email. We might be doing it. I'm not sure, but we did get an email from someone representing Daryl, Lala's attorney. <sighs> okay. Okay. You know, this is Hollywood, baby. This is Hollywood. It would have been funny if Lala like brought one of those shirts to the reunion or something. Like the way a housewife will bring a receipt or when Kim brought the bunny, like bringing something like that is funny, but like Mm -hmm. putting it online for everyone to buy right away. I mean, part of me, I guess I get it because you knew it was going to happen on Etsy or on something else. So you want to like get the profit. Get ahead of it for sure. Get ahead of it. But it does kind of make it like less funny for sure. Mm -hmm. It's like when housewives, you can tell are like trying to like make something funny in the episode to put on a mug. But it was so genuinely funny at the time. It was so funny at the time. Like Like her fake accent she had in that video. Like what was happening? I know it was like baby talk, but like (laughs) accent work. It was like a little confusing, but it was her um, best acting role to date. I think it was. It was better than what was that movie she was in? The Row. The Row. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm really excited to see the episodes that come out. I'm excited to see the reunion. Like I can't, I just can't wait. And I'm I was, I am shocked that Tom and Raquel haven't done like a paparazzi walk together. I know. I'm surprised. I'm surprised too, because we've heard before, I think they knew the backlash was coming. Like whenever this did leak, I think they were trying to get through the season and like get through Mm -hmm. the reunion and then like blow it up if they, that's what I thought later. But now that it's out there, like I'm surprised they're not leaning into it. Whereas Raquel clearly is listening to whatever PR person she hired to like talk about counseling in five days you hired a counselor who's identified your attachment pattern problem like wild it's like also I'm sorry that this is gonna be a hot take I don't give a fuck I am so over everything being like a diagnosis like I have an attachment problem okay that doesn't make you fuck your best friend's boyfriend (laughs) literally seven months it doesn't make you lie it doesn't make you do those things like you're just a bad fucking person at the end of the day just say that and be like I fucked up I did something really shitty I'm no, sorry. 100%. I did something crazy. I can't eat whatever you say that in your statement, you just say you lean in. I'm sorry. You go minimum. I'm so sorry. I have to like, you know, I have to reflect blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then at the reunion, you give me the sob in these 10 months of reflection or 10 weeks of reflection. I have learned X, Y, and Z about me. I'll still won't believe it, but I'll pretend no. to give it a consideration. If it's mm-hmm. within hours of being caught, how am I supposed to forgive you even care about forgiving you? I know. And also to layer it not let's not forget she also layered the i was assaulted in the middle of it like right. to to be the victim she was like i was also physically assaulted and i was also you know violated. ostracized and violated it's like okay well you again you dressed up as sailor moon with ariana and you were fucking her boyfriend at the same time like, well he was dressed up as you so like disgusting. what are we doing here the costume work these the people, lightning bolts the lightning bolts no it's there's just it's endlessly mind-blowing and it's mm-hmm. endlessly and calculated it's, for months it's going to come out there's going to be even more because i know that the moment this news came out all of them replayed moments in their mind where maybe they thought that's kind of weird yeah but that would never happen 100 and it did and it's like totally okay also before we get into bachelor i'm sorry it's fine <laughs> 
you think Schwartz knew for a long time because I don't think he knew for as long as people think he did. I don't think he knew for as long as people think he did either. I think he found out within the last month or two in mm-hmm. the new year because I remember doing interviews like at BravoCon with the Toms and I've watched all of their interviews. I mean, so is everyone, but like mm-hmm. there is a difference in the way that they were speaking to each other and about Raquel on the BravoCon carpet when almost we were like, like I asked everyone on the BravoCon red carpet on a scale of one to Jackson Kristen, how shocking is Schwartz and Raquel hooking up? Little did I know that the question was obviously how shocking is it that Sandoval and Raquel are in the middle of an affair? But like, I remember talking and like they were in like just about, and I remember watching Tom Sandoval like, get Ariana water when she was talking to me. Like looking back, I have so many like cringe and stories. Fucking scary. It's so scary scary. how you can be like that diabolical and like two different people. But if you watch that Watch Robin's live appearance, if you watch Us Weekly Interviews, all the interviews that people, that the Toms have done together in the last Mm -hmm. couple months, like from the premiere on, there's a different energy than there has ever been between them. And mm. there's like the Tom Sandoval is like not looking at the camera, Tom. Sh- and even like, I think he found out in February, because even like at the premiere, they're still like in just a little and you can see Sandoval has signs. But then on that Watch Women's Live and in all the February interviews, it's when Schwartz literally looks at Sandoval before he answers any question about Raquel. Mm-hmm. So I think it's been more in the last couple of weeks than what everyone is saying, too. I there's totally no agree. way like he made out with Raquel so Tom Sandoval could start this affair. It doesn't make any right. sense. No, I don't think he would do that. I don't know. I think he would keep his secret. A hundred, a we've month, seen that but time I don't and time think, again. Yeah, I don't think he was like, okay, I'll go make out with her for you. Like, Right, and make my ex-wife like go on like a seven month long she's really she's really such a victim in this i feel so bad for her like honestly i feel like at least she's gonna get her justice to some degree because people watching should be nicer to her and now no one will have raquel's side at least because people even now were like kind of still not i love i've always actually really liked katie but we're not liking katie even this season because they thought maybe she was being like woe is me but Mm -hmm. now it's like no one's gonna be defending raquel so hopefully katie will finally get like Redemption. Some sort of like love on the internet. Like I feel mm-hmm. bad for her. Yeah, she gets shit on, I think, more than any other Bravo celebrity that I've ever seen. Definitely Except for like that season with Hannah Burner and Summer House. I've never seen people switch so fast on someone before. Yeah. Like, she was so beloved. And then all of a sudden she was like hated. That might have um, been the most jarring, but Katie might be the most consistently hated consistently for no actual hated. reason. Like she's Agreed. not sleeping with anyone. Like she gets drunk and like sends mean texts sometimes. Like literally who doesn't? It's like, okay, well, you fucked your friend's girlfriend on a, on your couch right. while you watch Drive. Like Right. That's what's really going on. It's nuts. It's, it's what are nuts. we even talking about? These no, it's crazy. it's such it's just wow. Well, thank you everyone for that Vanderpump rule. Yeah. Um recap Rant. welcome to our show. Yeah. We could obviously talk about it forever, and I'm sure we will again because we can't help ourselves. But let's talk about the bachelor. Let's talk yes. about the bachelor. You um have dabbled obviously in Bachelor Nation before, yes, but you are committed this season. You're covering it for batches. You are like <sighs> on the on the front lines. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you been thinking of Zachary Shellcross? Oh my God. I, how much time? I've never felt so triggered Ooh. by a man on TV like I have with Zach. And there's after so many- we just talked about Tom Sandoval. <laughs> no, it's But kidding. to me, that's not like I've never had that type of energy in my life, like male okay, energy. Explain, like explain. I don't have like men like Tom Sandoval like I don't date men like Tom it's Sandoval. so unrealistic to be around a guy like Tom Sandoval but exactly it's kind of like every he's kind of an guy. every man yeah like, fair 
And the thing with Zach, and I pegged it from the beginning, is that he cannot be challenged. Yes. He can't handle when someone, and I say this, and a lot of men are like this. I will be very clear about this. A lot of men don't understand how women can have more than one emotion in a day. So I've dated Preach. a Zach. Okay. Like where if I wake up happy and something happens to me in the middle of the day and I'm sad, that's life. That's called human emotion. That's called feelings. Okay. Mm -hmm. Zach like doesn't get that. And that is why, in my opinion, he sent Charity home last night. Yes. Because she was sad. She was crying a lot. Yeah. She was crying almost like the whole date and the whole family was kind of telling Very him emotional. like, you know, they were all emotional and they were all like, don't mess with her heart. Like we literally like they were begging him, like we cannot go through another breakup with her. Like we cannot do this. And that put him in a spot where he was like, oh, holy shit. Like I can't deal with all of this. Like this is too much for me. I'm honestly shocked he didn't send Ariel home. I'm yes. shocked by that. Because like, if you go back to last week, when he sent Brooklyn home, Jared and Kay on the Bachelor podcast, like they said this, and it was so true is they he had to measure up to her grandpa, right? Like, she said, if you come home with me, you have to meet someone that I put on a pedestal and you have to show who you are to him and prove yourself. And Zach in his mind is like, I don't want to prove myself to anybody. Right. I'm the bachelor. I'm the bachelor. Like, I, so I'm obsessed with Ariel. Okay. I'm obsessed with the fact that she didn't tell him about her family at all. She made one little comment about her dad thought that they were in like an orgy. <laughs> and so I'm glad that she didn't prepare him really for the dad or the brother. Like yeah. she was just like she did when they went to the speakeasy, which apparently he doesn't know what a speakeasy is. He I mean, he's around, he's never heard of New York City. He's never. He's like the big city. Like he's it's like it's like Curious George. Like he has no idea like what's going on. Right. And I was obsessed with it. Like he was sweating. He was being challenged. And people are like, I hate when the big brother does that. Like, whole, that's my sister protective energy. I didn't get that vibe from her brother, Bobby. I got the vibe of like, I don't understand the premise of this show. Right. It's fucking silly. And I'm going to poke holes in that. And the fact that Zach couldn't even have any answer prepared other than like, I'm a good cook and I have a big heart. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, Ariel's date was by far the most entertaining from start to finish. Cause overall, like not much happened in this episode. And I mean, I will say I do love her. I don't love that she calls New York um, he or she. I don't, I'm not into like a- That was with, bizarre. Yeah, no. Pronouns. <laughs> I don't even like an Instagram, like New York has my heart. Um, yeah. LA, I'll, I'll be back. Like, stop. They stop don't, it. they don't, they're, you're one in a thousand million. Like no one gives a yeah. crap. The city she, doesn't love you. This is my city. Right. Like, okay. <laughs> it just ain't, it just ain't. But, and I, and even like when they were walking through New York, I was laughing because she's like, here are the chess players. Like, I'm here to tell you that no one in New York city stops and talks to the chess players and neither does Ariel. Like he, no. it was just, you know, that part, I was a little this, but then, you know, they're eating pizza. I loved the Jewish deli. I thought that loved. was just like it was a cute and relatable and also like nice he representation of Judaism acted, on the show. Religion. They never talk like, about religion. He also acted like he's never met a Jewish person in his life. He well, was he like, acted because he's, he's never been, been in New York City before. He was acting like this was like they, they were aliens. Right. He was like, I'm going to eat this pastrami. <laughs> and it's like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, it's it was so weird. Yeah. And I just can't I just can't fucking stand him. I 
Sarah, I hate him. I've watched so many trash men over the years, like outwardly garbage human. Right. Like Jax mm-hmm. Taylor. I've seen it all. Okay. The, this is the man that upsets me the most, to be truthfully honest. Wow. Because he pretends to be a nice guy. He pretends yeah. to like be interested in what they're saying. Okay. He might be listening to them, but he doesn't say anything of substance. He doesn't no, he have- doesn't. He doesn't, he does the bare minimum. And what pisses me off about the girls, and this is to all the girlies listening out there, do not go on a date and tell the guy you're going on a date with for the first time that men have never treated you nice, that the bar is in the fucking basement. Stop it. You're right. Because it's be like, because then he's like, okay, then I don't have to do anything. Also, he's not planning these dates. I know. It's ABC, like he's, Zach would, Katie, newsflash, he's never going to rent out a museum ever for <laughs> right. you. Okay. Or and if he does, he is going to correct you with what the museum is called when he's talking to your parents in case you missed. Oh part. my god! Like I, I'm sorry. I know I sound like a crazy person, but I just really there's something about him that I just find unsettling. Frankly, well, I think that's something that's been so interesting about the Bachelor compared to the Bachelorette in the recent years is the the guys have been problematic is the wrong word because that's like maybe a little too strong but like not it for a few reasons and they're either like peter weber or clayton who make amazing television because they just don't know how to make the right decisions and i prefer bachelors like that because also Mm -hmm. they usually get humbled and have to kind of own up to the mistakes and i someone who's interviewed every bachelor in the last whatever years those are the ones that you actually get something out of too because they like watch it back and they're like oh god I really am an f-boy and like they have to admit it and they're like I did sleep with more than one of them I did propose to the wrong one like mm-hmm. fuck like it sucks but like they have to own it and it's it sinks that these but girls they're are hurt, making a decision but they're making the decision and mm-hmm. they have to apologize for it but at least we were one entertained because something happened and right. two they are like learning to some degree like oh my god like this is crazy and they're like a lot of guys who when they were the bachelor if they are the bachelor probably would do something as dumb as they did but they're Mm -hmm. recognizing that. Then there are the bachelors who get a little too into being the bachelor Mm -hmm. in a different way than like a Clayton who was so into being the bachelor that he kind of forgot that like, oh crap, I'm going to have to answer for my real life uh, circumstances and, and, and consequences. That took a second. But bachelors like Zach are so into being the bachelor that they don't realize that like it's I don't know how to say it, but I want you to be a human being like, right. Like it's robotic. Yeah. Like, like when Greer was like trying to relate to him and yeah, yes. it, okay. It wasn't the best comparison. Like no. it wasn't ideal, but also, I mean, the man, like he wasn't that sick. Like he was fine. Right. He was like, got, he was like asymptomatic. Um, Greer was like, just trying to talk to him about it. And he was like, he had to be like, well, I'm here for a wife. It's right. like, he's so into being like, I'm the bachelor. Yes. I'm the bachelor. And I, have to be this type of guy. And it's like, I don't trust you. And I don't believe you because I, you're not really saying anything. Like, like when the women cry to him, you know, he says what a robot would say. Yeah. Where it's and like, then he sends them home usually because he can't he handle that they're questioning like, anything about him. Yeah. He's like, Ooh, like if you're questioning it, goodbye. Um, like he really liked that girl, Jess with the body glitter, the 23 year old, which I didn't know her. why, but he really liked her. And all she did was like expressed some concerns that she, she hasn't gotten wanted to spend time with him. Right. And I think if she just didn't say the word, he was so triggered by her use of the word one-on-one, which is the universe we're living in, in yeah. the bachelor. But mm-hmm. he was like, all you care about is getting a one-on-one, not me. And because of that, he couldn't even compute 
that what she was actually like begging for was time with him, which is kind of mm-hmm. what he wants everybody else to do. Which is also the show, bro. Like exactly. you did this. Like you know that one-on-ones mean something. Right. She's also sitting there not having one and then seeing Ariel go on a second one. Like yeah. I would do the same thing. I'd be like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Like you clearly aren't in- that into me. And then just the fake crying. I just hate him. Sarah. I hate him. Also, that way you really feel. I have something that I want your take on. Okay. I think there's something about Zach that we're not getting the full story because I don't think he wants to be labeled as a virgin. Really? I think he's a virgin. I think he's extremely Christian or religious. Okay. Because I find it weird that after Fantasy Suites last year, something happened. Right. We don't know what it was. I find it weird that he's calling it sex week. It is weird that he's calling it sex week. I think it's weird. He also has no sexual energy about him. Like, right. He's when he was fingering the tree last week or this week, this week, he was like, you know, acting like a middle schooler. Like, that's why I think he's so into Ariel because mm-hmm. she's like this very outwardly, you know, sexual. She's kind of, you know, like funny and like sexual at times. Like she, you know, is not afraid to like make out with him. And mm-hmm. like she's got these like beautiful boobs. <laughs> like she just. You know, like, yeah, she has this energy about her. And I find him to like, I, I think he's like looking at her in a way where he's like, like very intrigued. I don't know. Am I making sense? He was definitely surprised by her because I during their one on one, he definitely was like ready to send her home because she kind of had just like been in the background. But then he was like so pleasantly surprised by her that she snuck in and is now in the top three, which I think if you go back and watch the first just couple shocking. episodes, it would it's it, I don't even think it's like they edited her out. Like, I literally don't think they spoke. And I think now he is definitely intrigued by her. And I think he kind of is like that with Gabby too, because when he was like mm-hmm. up against the tree with her in Vermont and oh pretending God. to like um, maple syrup, even though he literally said on the first episode that he hates maple syrup, that was confusing and kind of a red flag. Not as much of a red flag as him saying that he, did you watch the the yes, I did. the mustard with the mustard on pancakes? That is the most upsetting thing he's done this whole time, in my opinion. I also don't think she's that into him. Really? I think she likes him. I think he's like, he's not a, he's not. And I know I just went on a rant saying how much I hated him, but like, (laughs) but like for her, like he's not, he's not that unlikable. You know, he's not seeing all the things. She's not seeing all the things like we're seeing at home. So it's like, I found it odd that she said to her sister, like, I like him a lot. Right. I was like, okay. And then the crying at the end, like there was not a tear coming out. I will say that also came out of absolute nowhere. I was so was confused. It was very interesting to see all the girls were like pretty chill saying goodbye. Like they were like, oh, it sucks. I won't see you. And I know she went first. And according to Reality Steve, this was actually the show order that they taped it in. They don't usually air hometown dates in the order they film them, but it seemed like it lined up this time for whatever reason. I guess nothing happened that really needed to be moved around. But besides, Charity was emotional at the beginning of the date. I think also just to see her family. Mm-hmm. But the, Gabby, I remember looking up and being like, wait, is she hysterically crying saying goodbye? Mm-hmm. Like that like struck me. And at the time I was like, oh, she's catching real feelings for him and maybe nervous, but, or I turned it around like, oh, I'm supposed to get emotional now. And I'm mm-hmm. supposed to make comments like, um, I'm falling for him. Like I, the leaves are falling or I might be falling for him, but she wasn't committing to it. So there is mm-hmm. a little maybe asterisk there. Otherwise I did like her and, you know, Zach showing up in the flannel and, you know, doing the he run Googled jump. What do people wear in Vermont? Vermont yes. Or the yeah. stylist did. And he, or he came and said, you know, we're going to Vermont. Like we really got to, we got to lay it on thick. Then when I go to mm-hmm. New York, I got to, you know, try an espresso martini and do something yeah. crazy there. Like <laughs> yeah. those crazy New Yorkers. I know. Oh my God. And then 
I am obsessed with uh, Charity's dad. He is okay. like a warm hug. Like honestly, I just all wanted of the to be families were like too nice for my liking. Obviously, besides Bobby and Ariel, who Bobby wasn't even mean. He was realistic. No, and direct. There's, there's always one from I mean, New York. What's my sister's birthday? What's her middle name? Are fair questions. Questions I 100% knew Zach would not know the answer to. And 100%. I don't believe any bachelor knows. I always laugh when they propose if they do throw the middle name in there. I'm like, oh, what a flex. He found out right before to try to tell us that this is real. Like it's, it's a very common yes. thing. You know, they'll throw in Joelle instead because of Jojo at, is the real because name at or some something. point it, you've known each other for too long to ask exactly so and the it's like weird. Has to ask or something yeah. like some or they yeah. get their you know the the package out and they're like you can review their um their there's um submission package so you can get some of the names right exactly um but even with with the brother bobby um in ariel before we leave new york i two things one i did okay. enjoy him um, I don't believe he beats people up. Um, I thought that was funny because when Ariel said like my brother offered to beat someone up, I was expecting, you know, maybe, maybe some a little different, a little see. different, uh-huh. a little different, like no shade to Bobby. Maybe he does pack a mean punch. I have no idea, but I was right. like, kind of laughing thinking about Bobby beating someone up. But I do think that what's funny is a lot of times when there's a controversial family member, anyone who questions the process, typically you feel sympathy for the contestant and the lead. You are, oh, their sister is going to ruin it for them. Their dad is going to ruin it for them. Or the poor lead got grilled by whatever. And in this moment, myself, and I feel like the internet was like, Zach couldn't even handle the one question. And that says everything we need to know about Zach and nothing about Bobby. And Ariel should be watching it. Like I dodged a bullet, assuming she's not with him. Yeah. Well, I posted on The Bachelor today Mm -hmm. that clip of him and Bobby where he like couldn't answer a question. And he was like making that face. And he's like, and he's like, oh, good answer. And he's like, (laughs) right. I was like, oh, God, like you make me fucking sick. So I posted that and I was like, oh, my God, he's like short circuiting. Mm-hmm. Ariel commented and oh, she goes total glitch with a laughing emoji. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she is watching it like she's probably like, ew. I know. Like, this is man is disgusting. He can't answer one thing about why he, he would be a good no, or why and- he would pick Ariel. That should be a question. Like, it's really not that hard. Well, and did you notice that he never got like specific with he never with was any like of them, no. me and Ariel. I can see it moving long term. He's like me and anyone I choose. Right. Besides, like, Katie, why would you say that to her dad? No, I know. Like, and also, I'm surprised her dad. I was go so attracted to her dad. Really? You know, Sarah, you know me. I get weird. Like, I, I can't help I myself. For the heart you. wants what it wants. So I was like very into her family. Dad. I was very into her mom, too. With the I think you might need to tie. move to New York and find yourself a... A Jewish, a Jewish deli. <laughs> I mean, my boyfriend is Jewish. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah. But um, yeah. Also, I uh, yeah, well, let's talk charity. Let's talk charity. I um honestly, it's she's lovely. There's nothing lovely. bad to say about charity. Um, I was a little bored, which makes me nervous because I'm pretty confident she's gonna be the bachelorette. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. 
And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Um, and I think that there's a wonderful reasons for her to be the bachelorette being the technically, I guess, third bachelorette of color because Tasha kind of get, I guess she was the bachelorette at some point, even mm-hmm. though she took over for Claire. So obviously Rachel Lindsay was season 13, Tasha took over for Claire season 16, and this will be season 20 of the bachelorette. So our third black bachelorette, which is more than, you know, time for that. And I mm-hmm. do think she's genuine. And a lot of times the bachelorettes come into their own as the lead role and you end up even liking them more. But, Mm -hmm. um, and I, I just, I think that's a good story also with like her ex and whatever happened there. We can dig way more into that versus Zach. Like her story is definitely going to be like, we're going to learn a lot more about this last relationship that really broke her. And Zach's going to be a Mm non-factor. Um, but I don't know. I, 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 I was a little bored. I was bored too. And I also thought it was funny at the end when he was trying to tell her like, you deserve more love than I can give you or something right. I like can't give along you the love that you, love that you deserve. He kept trying to talk to her and mm-hmm. she kept being like, nope, nope, no. And I've yes. been her. Mm-hmm. Like I've been charity before because it's like, I don't want to fucking hear like why I'm not the one you like. Like, yeah, I don't want to sit here and hear the excuses. Like I, I, when I, you know, when I was single, I was very not pro ghosting, but I would almost sometimes prefer it than like, to, like get a random long text from a guy that I went on three dates with telling me like why he doesn't like me. It's like, right. okay, I'm good. Like I would have just rather True. never talk to you again. Cause like now I'm like spiraling. Now I'm like, right. wait, like what's the vibe I'm giving? Like, I, yeah. So I felt bad for her. Also, Zach is such a fucking idiot. I, oh God. He just like stands there like with his eyes closed and he's like crying. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? And don't look at a girl that you're choosing to send home and be like, I don't know if this is the right choice, but it's the one I'm making right now. No, that was no, no, no. That's not what she needs to hear. She wants to hear. I know what I'm doing and it's not you. Peace and love. God bless you. You're never going to really get closure on this show anyway, because besides the person who they pick and sometimes the runner up, like there is usually maybe some genuine, like real things happen there. Once you get past fantasy suites, you did spend time off camera. There's some, you, you owe them something kind of like explanation, or you can be all in, but mm. it's really hard to give closure on this show because it's kind of a crapshoot and you have to send people home and mm-hmm. the majority of the people are going to get broken up with and you have to kind of come up with a reason. The thing you don't say is I might be making the wrong decision. I will nope. say I loved Charity in the moment that she stopped him and put her hand up and said, I don't want to hear it. That was great and a great sign for a bachelorette to like be strong in her convictions and be able to like walk away and be like, Agreed. F you. Because especially- we had a reporter at the Women Tell All taping and we asked Zach about the decision to send Charity home. And the quote he gave us 
was just really confusing to me. And I'd like to read you part of it. He said, it was the toughest decision to date by far. It was such a strong relationship and her family was so funny and welcoming and loving. And I had to wake up that morning of the ceremony and I had to make a very difficult decision because the other three women too were awesome and unique and their families were great in their own way. And I was just like, quote, I have to make an impossible decision and I don't know how I'm going to do this. I was sick to my stomach all day. I couldn't tell the producers or anyone what I was going to do, like who was going to go home. And then I realized like there has to be a decision. There's no right decision here. Just hope you don't F it up, to be honest. And like, you can't live with the regret. And I just looked at it and I did it. So he pretty much just admitted to us that he like picked out of a hat and said, okay, bye charity. And I think it's because he always knew he was going to pick Katie. But I know. Admit this? So he had to pick like the right order. Right. To send people home. No, I know. I agree. I it, obviously we all know it's Katie. All like it's, it's I haven't so even read any like blind. I, no, I, I don't know. care. It's so fucking obvious that he just wants to send everybody home and just pick Katie. And at this point, I just wish he would. I know. Um, Which I wonder in the previews, it's like he's planning not to have sex with anyone, but he clearly does because he says. And I, I think like, he has sex with Ariel. If he doesn't have sex with Katie, that sucks. Because usually the thing that breaks these couples up is them having sex with someone else and lying about it. So. Well, I don't know. I, I'm excited to see the fan, you know, sex week as he calls yeah, it. That's always uh, the best. It's, it's the best. Hometowns and sex week. Like, I know. What gets better than that? It gets so weird. Like, parents are involved and brother Bobby's involved and then brother sex Bobby. Is involved and you windmills are involved. Ariel should have been the next bachelorette, in my opinion. We've never had a Jewish bachelorette. And she's like very, there's she's a lot to her that we don't. So fascinating. Her yeah. family is fucking incredible. Yeah. I just feel like she would just be really funny to watch, but I feel mm-hmm. like she'll be in paradise. And she did a great job. I think about like the first episode, like which was only a couple weeks ago when we really even started like following Ariel as a character. Yeah. She was the one who was like being most reasonable with like Kat and Brooklyn and like telling Kat, like you messed up. It's not that big She's of a deal. She's not emotional and, like, and that's why he likes her. Right. And she like kind of handled that. So that mm-hmm. was great. And then their date, like he was clearly so enamored by her. There must be something about her when you spend time with her that you're like, you know, in your feels. So I think she would have been a great choice. I like Charity too. I do too. Um, I just think that it I, I I feel like she would have really good guys like I feel like like guys would sign up to be with her to be with Ariel to be with charity oh to be with charity yeah I mean Ariel charity too but also I also like, think charity. she's southern I feel like the bachelorette loves the southern belle um we've had a lot of bachelorettes from georgia which like Mm -hmm. is kind of random but and i love her family like i just think she's such a like a safe choice almost like it's like i don't know i feel like i always like the bachelorette seasons the best because i like watching men like just lose their mind sam it's hilarious it's so fun um but katie's hometown now i have a theory about this and i would love to know what you think okay so i have a theory that they both lived in austin you know right and that they saw each other on a dating app. Okay. And we're kind of like, ooh, I'm into that person. And then he got on The Bachelor and then she signed up for The Bachelor. And I feel like they've like known each other or something. Like they have like this very easy, light chemistry with one another. And he's clearly obsessed with her. Right. Like the way he looks at her, he doesn't make the Zach face that he makes with all the other women when they're talking. He allowed her. Now, this is like honestly the one thing I did enjoy about Zach is that he he told her like she didn't have to trauma dump on him on right that was that was was a good moment he was like stop that was his best moment I think right now throughout the show so far I agree and like yeah it it really showed me like he really really likes her because he's not making her you know dance monkey dance like show me what trauma you have and what I'm gonna have to deal with and I find it interesting that they're both from Austin I mean that 
I also think that plays a big role in like him liking her a lot because right. it it's won't be, be as much work for him. Yeah, it is. And I, I saw a tweet that was like, so you're saying Zach and Katie could have just matched on Hinge and we wouldn't have had to watch any of this. And I, I don't yeah. know if that happened beforehand, but it is like a very real reaction to watching them and even watching them at the grocery store and whatever building things. She had the I best asked. date. Yeah. And I think that that is good because it, Zach has had real world circumstances with Katie a few times. He stopped her when she was opening up about her dad and the trauma with her stepdad and her biological father on their one-on-one, which we haven't seen him do before. We rarely see bachelors do and they showed it. So they wanted us to, you know, feel that. And that was mm-hmm. him saying real world circumstances here. You, you know, could say to me down the line, you let me say all this stuff on TV versus like you were really comforting me and it wasn't about the show. So he has that mm-hmm. with her. They're in the grocery store. They're building things. They're, they're realizing that this is what real life is. We're not, you know, in a speakeasy or taking testing maple syrup and it is an advantage whether you know katie planned it or the producers whoever planned it at all it becomes like he can see his life with her and mm-hmm. if she wasn't already the front runner which going into this i thought gabby also was kind of up there but i, I, think I did katie too. really really took it away here yeah she she took the baton and ran you know she really did because uh, i agree i did think kate i thought katie and gabby were definitely the final two and i thought yeah. that for a while but i always thought they were kind of like neck and neck and yeah. now I'm like, no, it's Katie. Like, it's I don't even know Katie. why we're watching at this point. Like, it's clearly Katie. He's obsessed. It's clearly and, Katie. And I like Katie. Like, yeah, I do too. I like her. She's a funny, silly, basic little girl. Yeah. And I love that for him because that's exactly what he wants. And that's who Zach is. It's like, they're kind of like perfectly matched. It's kind of how I feel about like Ari and Lauren. Yes. Like, they're just like simple people. It makes sense. Ari and Lauren make sense. Katie and Zach make sense. I did really feel for Katie. I mean, when she got emotional talking about like men and like trauma in her life, that was very real. And I was like, oh God, I don't know if reality television and The Bachelor is the perfect place for this. Um, but it could make a good narrative if her and Zach break up and she becomes a bachelorette down the line. (laughs) Like it was the way my mind was thinking, but I do think she's very real and I do think she really likes him. And I think there's also even like a couple weeks ago when they were like writing poems to each other on whatever one-on-one date they were on. And he was like, they were like talking about their favorite color and like dumb, silly stuff like that. Like Mm -hmm. he probably does know Katie's middle name and he does Mm -hmm. know her birthday and favorite color. He just doesn't know it about anybody else. No, because I also think Katie, but he, he cares about her to that degree. Yes. And like, I also feel like Katie asks him those questions. Yes. Like, I feel like she's probably like, what's your favorite? Like, I know he asked her what's her favorite color, but I bet like, she also asked him like little stuff like that. She's, I don't know. They just seem like a really good match for each other. I'm also just like obsessed with her hair. Like Mm. she just has really beautiful hair. Honestly, beautiful girls this season. They're always beautiful, but they were like top notch. No, like stunning. And so, so in Sex and the City, Mm -hmm. there's a scene where Carrie is talking about Natasha, big and Natasha. Bridget Moynihan, my queen. Of course. She says there's two types of girls. There's the Katie girls, the curly Katie girls, or there's the simple girls, the straight hair girls. And I feel Katie and Gabby are the perfect example of that. Okay. Gabby is a little like, she's really funny. She's mm-hmm. really like quick and witty and like has a lot of energy. Like when she was sitting down with her sister, it's like, she has this like, I don't know. And like when they were doing like the taste test, she was like, does yeah. that smell like weed? And he was like, he was like, yeah. what? Like, you know what right. I mean? Like, she's yes. like, she's very silly, like very quirk. She's a little quirky too. And then yeah. there's Katie who's like, 
very like simple and like easy breezy like ask telling him asking him what noodle he identifies as yes so there's the they're gonna have so much fun taking buzzfeed quizzes (laughs) oh my god i know they're gonna be like we're jim and pam yeah (laughs) couple goals yeah a couple goals that's them and that's fine if that works for them that's great but i can't wait to see them tonight at the tell-all i know i i yeah i know sean low made an appearance again it's also like nothing makes me more angry actually than flashbacks to something i just watched unless it's for comedic reasons so if we're watching an episode of the real housewives and the woman and one of the women say i would never say that about you and the bravo editors say three minutes earlier and put it in that is chef's kiss the best kind of tv Mm -hmm. if i'm watching the bachelor or even like a rom-com movie and it's only 90 minutes and we're at the end and i need to see a montage of what the hell i just went through and witnessed and already processed this isn't complicated Mm -hmm. i very much know where i stand nothing makes me more mad and nothing is a bigger waste of my time and I'm sure Sean Lowe probably said more than they even showed because the only things they showed was him asking what happened next. Like we needed a narrator. They didn't even Mm -hmm. show him really giving the advice. And when he did give the advice, I kept thinking, man, I have so much fun with Catherine. Zach didn't even like give us, well, there's one or two that I'm thinking that with. It was just like, okay. And then I went to this state. Like we got like a geography lesson of how we went from which state to which state. And it really pissed me off. He, you bring this up and I'm so glad you brought up Sean Lowe because one of the first things Sean Lowe ever said to him was, and men always think this is a compliment when they're like, she's not like anyone I've ever dated before. She's not usually my type, but I chose her anyways. I'm like, okay, it sounds horrible. If like I wish I said that about me, I would truly fling myself off a cliff. Um, like, okay. A Catherine is stunning and gorgeous and puts up with your ass. Okay. So be nice. Yeah. Um, I think there's a part of Zach. Obviously, he knows he's picking Katie. He knows mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But he's hanging his hat on that one little sentence that Sean Lowe said, where he's like, she's not exactly my type or she wasn't what I envisioned myself dating. And I feel like he's really hanging his hat on that when it comes to Ariel and Gabby. Right. Because Katie so is his type. Because they, those two and Katie could not be two different people. That's true. And I feel like he's just like, I, okay, let me try this out. Maybe this is what I want because that's what worked for Sean. And it's like, dude, you want Katie, like just pick Katie. Yeah. It's so true. And you look back, I mean, Sean, it, it, Catherine was vegan and she lived in Seattle and she wasn't like super religious at the time. And now, you know, she lives in Texas with Sean. They are religious, whatever, but she's still like, not exactly, you know, what he envisioned, which I think is like what he means. And that is good advice to him as the bachelor. I mean, I've talked to Sean Lowe a million times too. He's like, what am I supposed to say? I say the same thing to these guys every time. Keep an open heart. Don't do anything you're going to regret or like Mm -hmm. that's going to shoot you in the foot. Like be a nice dude. And there's only so much he can say. So obviously that's his go-to advice, but that doesn't work for every bachelor. And they've been trying Mm. to make Zach Sean Lowe since they put him in the shower. At every location which we've ever time? been to. I know, which I actually went back and Colton Underwood said, which problematic for own reasons, said that he did one shower day of B-roll where he was just like in the shower all day and they like used it. But I think with Zach, they're actually putting him in the shower in every location because I think we so have too. gotten more shower footage than maybe ever. And I know I block things out and I always act like this season is the most insert whatever here, but I really don't remember. And we've gone up and down. Like it's been like, we're in the shower with Zach for at least a minute every episode. Every, it opens with his nipples. Right. And like, I don't want that. (laughs) No, I'm good. Like I've seen it. I've got it. Like, okay, moving on. I, you know, I feel like I was too hard on Zach. Was I too mean? You were, you were a little harsh. I will say 
I agree with most of the things you're saying. And I do think it's really been wild to watch his like trajectory. I don't think he's like a bad guy. I just don't think he's like this quote unquote nice guy that he like, like there's wants nothing people that to much think. Spe- there's nothing that special about him. <sighs> and there's usually isn't about The Bachelors, but they usually have something that we're leaning on to. We've got unlovable Ben Higgins. We've got like kissing bandit Ari, like whatever it is, they have mm-hmm. like something. And with Zach, it was just like, he's a good guy. And that's not something that's good to lean on because then we're no. constantly questioning, like you told us he was a good guy. This was weird to me. This felt weird to me. And also watching the bachelor in 2023 is not the same as watching the bachelor in 2013 when it was Sean. Tell you that. We've all know a lot more about how people should be treated. We're watching everything like a hawk. Twitter has a lot of opinions in a way that's like the much women more... also act different with each right, other as they, than they ever did. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a different show. And to try to recreate the magic that they had with Sean Lowe with Zach in 2023, it doesn't work. So when they're telling us how, what a good guy he is and people at home are like, I don't know, that felt dismissive. I don't know. His face changes when he talks to anyone besides Katie, like he doesn't care. And we're just getting told good guy, good guy, good guy. Well, the audience is work. smarter yeah, than they that's are treating us. Yeah. And it's like, we've been watching this for 27 seasons. Like, give us a little bit more credit. Like, and the thing with Bravo that I just like love so much is that they change it up. Like they break the fourth wall more. They, you know, they do on the spot confessionals. Like things yes. are different. Things are changing. Things are evolving. With The Bachelor, it's been the same formula. And at some point- for Two decades. <laughs> It's kind of like, can we like still keep it the way it is, but like maybe do something else? Yeah, I agree. And I think a lot of it is in the casting. And when they pick a lead, they I mean, they did so many things this season that just screamed to me that they were trying to recreate Sean Lowe and the, the magic. magic of but Sean besides Lowe. even just putting him in our face like four times, mm-hmm. it was like, good for Sean Lowe, get that coin. Like I have nothing against Sean Lowe. Like get I would do bag. it too. But like not every Bachelor is created equally and not every Bachelor is going to, you know, needs advice from the same kind of bachelor and i remember even talking to ari not that long ago and he was like i get why they invite sean back sean's one of my friends but like i'm a bachelor who made the wrong decision and then ended up with the girl like maybe you talk to someone who like actually could tell you what to like not do or to not make the same mistake as me Mm -hmm. and i just feel like the bringing back of the alums like while it makes sense to some degree it's just it's stale Mm-hmm. And I don't like it. And if you want to follow like the bachelor people, there's TikTok, there's Instagram. If if it was gonna if they were gonna be that good at TV, there would have been a reality show about bachelor castoffs by now. And there just mm-hmm. isn't, besides Paradise, obviously. So I think that we need to just let that go and like let each season like exist independently and maybe yeah. switch it up. Like this year, Zach wants, you know, to do no cocktail parties or I don't know, just pick something stupid to change it so we can like see as a social experiment how it changes the show. I totally agree. I've been trying to get a producing job forever, but no, they don't, they don't call me. Hello guys, you're listening. (laughs) Oh my God. I mean, Sam, we could talk. No, I could keep going. Like I literally could keep talking to you for hours. No, like we could go down any road. I mean, like real quick. Oh God. Did you see Megan might be bringing back the TIG? Of course. I mean, nothing says I need advice. I know you. I know you love Megan, but I don't know no, if I need advice I her how to get like eggs. Megan a lot, but I know I see what people see. Mm-hmm. It's like when I used to love Bethany. That's oh my god, past. I totally relate to that. I was the biggest Bethany. Bethany could fan. do no wrong, and now like, it's shocking. Like I'm now I'm like ashamed. Oh, I'm like I don't know her. I know. No, literally same. I know. Wait, speaking of Bethany, did you see yeah. and Summer House real quick? Did you see Danny Pellegrino tweeted? 
like about the difference between like needing to, you know, break up the summer house. It's ridiculous that we have like four-year-olds and these two casts are just so different. And he said that Bethany and Jason were younger than Kyle when they had their spinoff about getting married and we're still yeah. watching Kyle and Carl fight in wigs. Like it's, it's shocking when you think about it like that. Mm-hmm. And then to watch Kyle get mad that Carl's growing up is right. like wild. And Which like, like, I am of the camp of like, I think Lindsay and Carl aren't that fun to watch. Of course not. But like, it still doesn't make sense. Like what, like, just like, what are we doing here? Like he is, there's nothing to be mad at Carl about for like being sober and like, realizing this career at Loverboy isn't working out. Like those are all fine things. They just don't make for good TV. So it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not team anyone because I'm bored. And like, bored. I think, and it's just like, eh. well, the thing with the summer house people is they all pretend to be good people. Like right. they never want to like stoop to Which the low. Vanderpump people don't do Don't that. give a fuck. They're no. like, we'll bleed out for the show. Yeah. And guess what? I love them for it. Yes. Same. Did they have two rough seasons? Last one and the one before that? Absolutely they did. But you know what? It's revived because they're back to being in their true form. That's totally the difference. And I also think that like, because the, some of those people are also just as messy. They just like aren't as like public about it. Right. And the Van- Vanderpump Rules was just like built on cheating scandal. Like we forget mm. that like Sheena Shea and Eddie Cibrian are technically like the ground we are like we built from. Mm-hmm. So to go into a show to be about having an affair and like being shameless about it. Like Sheena did interviews about that affair and like cried and tried to get Brandy to feel bad for her on the first episode compared to, oh, we're friends in a share house. Could there be drama? which they Mm -hmm. weren't friends to begin with. And we're just at the point where there's too many seasons of the show. And I, it's not that I don't want to keep following them. Like I, I like, like I like them. So I can't decide what I think they should do, but what they're doing right now is just like not it. And I know some people are like those seasons of Vanderpump weren't that good, but it's like, there was still gold in there. Mm -hmm. And there's still like the fact that those people have real connections in there. Everyone on summer house either hates each other or doesn't know each other. We've hit a fork in the road with summer house. It's like, we got to either, fix this and it's like with Teresa and Melissa like I'm done with this I've reached my limit after 20 fucking years no I like, know and I never thought I would to be honest because some old no. school Jersey episodes like I could watch this version of the Godfather forever forever like you're my father screaming in Nono's yes. face like absolutely oh, like, no no uh, rest in peace. We That's what this episode of Hometown dates to come full circle. What was missing from Hometowns was like, and we got it a little bit with Ariel's family, which is why hers was the best. An eccentric. Yes. Person. Like imagine Nono making octopus in the background, drinking wine at like drinking shots hot of sauce wine. out of the bottle. Yes. Like we needed more like, like all these people were lovely, but like I, that's why I like they were too nice. Like all these nice. families were too nice. Too level headed. Too level headed. Like I wanted like some what? diabolical. Was, yeah. Again. I wanted a weirdo. I know. Yeah. I know. Wow. Well, I assume mm. we'll be watching, you know, hopefully Fantasy Suites deliver some drama and then we will probably watch Katie and Zach again. This is not spoilers. I'm, I just have never been more confident in a pick that Katie and Zach. I've literally engaged. never been more confident. If they're not together, game. we will, our phones will be blowing up in the next No, weeks, I mean, but... even with Ben Higgins season when it was Jojo and Lauren, like I, I was still conflicted, even yeah. though it, the signs were so there. Yeah. Like she still got the better music and the, like yeah. the, the wings with the flight attendant of it all. Mm-hmm. Like there was, they leaned into that, but he mean like that threw me off when he said, I love you to Jojo. I was like, oh, which is kind of similar because he maybe Lauren was probably exactly Ben Higgins type, but he like fell hard for Jojo. Not that she's like anything crazy. Like sexy. Exactly. And that's what Zach is. Maybe if he sleeps with Ariel or with Gabby, that would be the same thing as like Ben Higgins saying, I love you to Jojo, but he's going to want to pick Katie. I feel like he's like, then we can wrap up just really quick. (laughs) Sorry. 
is I feel like something happens like where he doesn't want to sleep with Gabby because she starts like maybe she goes first. She's like, is there something wrong with my body? Like, why are you not like into me? And it's like, and that's so dark and sad. That's so dark. Yeah. I bet it's because she goes first. So he like tries not to sleep with them. And then whichever one is next, he like gives into. And then he has to tell the third one that he like had a plan and he fucked it up. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Well, thank you so much. Thanks Samantha Bush. <laughs> I'm sure I'll talk I'm to sorry you. Sorry if I like turned everybody off with my rant. Honestly, I, you know, I just, just haven't been able to vocalize it. I haven't been able to vocalize how I feel. I've just been tweeting. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes you need out. to take to the mic and that's okay. And I don't think Zach's listening. If he Zach is, doesn't even have a hundred thousand followers. Right. So you you have that on him for sure. Yeah. At Bravo Historian, everyone, in case you want to get more hot takes from Sam. Thank you again for your time, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about this podcast, and come back every week for more Bachelor breakdowns. 